0: Welcome to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, 5 foot 2 and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is. Andrea K.
1: Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It exploded over the weekend, didn't it? Exploded in uh, kind of reverse form, in terms of explosion by removing entire conservative platforms off of the internet. Somebody posed a good question today: If Joe Biden actually got eighty million votes, why would he need to? Why would he need to silence the opposition? Why do they need to? Why do they need to shut up other uh, uh, other people from talking? Wouldn't he just be so overwhelmingly, wouldn't, wouldn't he, by the way, wouldn't he be a one the most admired man in America? He'd be so admired, there wouldn't need to be shutting anybody. We'd all be like, please let me go to that inauguration so I can kiss his feet. Right? We got lots to talk about tonight because, you know, I... By the way, if you're just tuning in, this is the Andrea K. Show, Dynamite and Address, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week. We are currently streaming live on the Answer San Diego page right now for the moment. A good friend of ours, Brian Maloney, his Facebook page, STS, was taken down today without notice. We'll see how long we're here. I'm still on Twitter right now because I can't get on parlor and because it's just been it's just been a good way for me over the weekend. How, should, how do I say this? Hmm. To exercise my demons. I've been I've been speaking my mind. Oh. Over, oh, oh, yeah, yes, I have. Because let me tell y'all something. I was really bummed last week, and I was down. And then I decided. Then you know I was born scrappy. I think I came out of the womb fighting uh, in a nonviolent way, using my tongue, my speech. I've I have said many times. In fact, it might be time to revive one of my old questions, pose it to my partner here. I've, I've asked many times, what's the most important amendment to you all out there, First Amendment or Second Amendment? And I've always said the First Amendment is the most important amendment, the most important right that I have as an American citizen is my right to speak. Because it is through our right of expression in which every other right that we have is maintained. And that is why they are assaulting us today. And I will tell you that I am back in the fight. But let me tell you, when I decide to get into a fight, it's because I am looking to actually solve a problem. And I don't want to waste my time. I don't, I'm not a confrontational person, okay? I'm not like Antique. I don't run up to people on the street and like pick arguments for, with, with, I don't do that, okay? I don't go around picking arguments with people. I rarely go to anybody else's Facebook page. You know, I don't, I don't do that. If I engage in any kind of a battle It's because I actually am trying to accomplish something and I have spent the weekend trying to figure out how in the world we can turn things around and I can't see and we've got to do it as conservatives. We've got to join together as conservatives and right now we can't solve a problem. The problem we have is we are under tyrannical control. How are we going to solve that problem? And who's going to help us solve that problem? We've got to identify what the problem is, and then we've got to think about what are the tools that we have that we can work together with in order to solve the problem. The greatest problem I think that we have is not the Democrat Party. We conservatives And I can't sit here anymore. I spent enough time trying to educate people on what the Democratic Party was about, what communism was about, and this, you know, what their agenda was about. Going back years ago when I read, had Brenda J. Elliott on, who wrote a book Six Inches Thick about how, called Red Army, about how the Democrat Party had been infiltrated. And then I got to move into solution mode. Okay, we identified who the Democrat party was. We identified what the agenda was. Now, how are we going to stop it? Enter my representatives. We all joined together and we actually voted for Republicans who were going to go and represent us to stop the Democrat agenda. Didn't work, did it? I'm not somebody that can continue to battle using the same rusty knife that isn't going to solve any problem and isn't going to win it for me. If I'm going to go into battle, I want to be armed. And I want to be surrounded with people that are in the battle with me and in the trenches with me who are actually trying to win it. Not trying to stab me in the back with a bayonet because they're really on the other side. Harmeet Dillon said after shortly after the election, when she was still in the battle and working to try to stop some of the election fraud, she said, when this is all over, she said, let me tell you, Republicans, we need to have a real long, serious conversation about this party. Because this has become a party of, and I can't remember her exact words now, but I actually read, read it on air. And she said, because this is the party so far that is about nothing but running ads, fundraising, all these packs." getting in money, lining in the pockets of the elites and the, and the consultancy class, promising a bunch of, of crap to the voters and then delivering nothing. $200 million was collected by the RNC to fight the election fraud. They spent $4 million of it with some crappy, was it Jones Day, Revis, $4 million. And they took the $4 million and quit. We got nothing from the Republican Party. We better think at this point, long and hard, if we actually care about restoring, getting back our freedoms, which means, first of all, we got to do something about the election fraud that the Republican Party engaged in. We can't do this without figuring out what we're going to do with the Republican Party. I had Morgan Kimbrough on, head of the San Diego Young Republicans, to give his pitch. And we got to figure out, are we going to try to revitalize the Republican Party and work within the monstrosity, the huge machine that it is? If so, How? Or are we going to try to go third party? And I don't want to hear the names Ross Perot anymore. That's not discussion. This is not 1992. And quite frankly, an argument could be made that we were no worse off getting Bill Clinton than we would have been with 41 being reelected. Because quite frankly, had 41 been a decent president in his first term, Ross Perot couldn't have siphoned off any votes. We need to have this discussion. And it needs to be more than, and I actually put it on Facebook today. Let's go deep. Don't just tell me Ross Perot. And if you want to stay, and and, and if you're a part of the Republican Party and part of the GOP, tell me why. You have not given the voters any reason to vote for you. We cannot, the Republican Party cannot continue to say shut up and show up or you must vote for us because either there's no other option or because we're, we're, we're better than the other side because you have just proven to us, you are proving to me right now when you have done absolutely nothing about the silencing of conservatives right now, when you are blaming President Trump for what happened at the Capitol, you are the problem. When you certified a fraudulent election, you're, you're the same, if not worse, Than the Democrats when you the Republican Party worked with the Democrats behind the scenes to implement a fraud machine in Georgia, you're worse than the Democrats. I am I am not going to give up on this country, but I'm telling the Republican Party that we're not just going to go back in under your McCain Romney plan here, establishment plan and keep our mouths shut. 888-344-1170, I think the phones are already ringing And you look at Georgia, what happened in Georgia? The Republican Party in Georgia, you know, implemented a fraud scheme, then told the Georgia voters going into the runoff of this, Georgia voters were like, you you already allowed my vote to be stolen. You do something. If you want me to come and vote again, you do something to change what happened or I'm not going to come and vote again. The Republican Party ignored them, beat up on them, get out the vote, get out the vote, shut up and show up, shut up and show up. So they didn't show up. So what did the Republican Party do in response? Oh, gee, those Georgia, who knew Georgia, Georgia must have gone commie. They love commies. And see, that's what's been going on for a long time now. And when Romney lost in 2012, what did they say to us? You know what? We didn't get the Hispanic vote out. That was the problem. You know what we need? We need open borders. We need to give amnesty to everybody here. We didn't go left enough. Because the truth of the matter is, 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 what has been exposed is that we have a one-party system, and the Republican Party is all about open borders. They're, they're, they are literally have the same agenda as the Democrats. Oh, but, you know, they're going to pack the courts. Oh, really? They don't need to pack the courts. All three of Trump nominees tossed, kicked it and tossed. I'm well past the point of bringing in my partner. I know he's got a lot to, lots to say here on the subject. It's DJ Potato Skins. DJ,
0: DJ, potatoes, potatoes, DJ, DJ, DJ Potato Skins, DJ Potato Skins. We're putting the interests of America first. They're part of a long American tradition of proving democracy's critics wrong, of showing that we have the courage to stand up for what is right and what is necessary. You were
2: spot on on your analysis, Andrea. If the Republican Party is going to be part of the solution, they need to Change what they're doing, and they need to prove it to us because I am done just following them because they say, hey, trust us. We have your best interests at heart. We're, you know, we're going to fight the fight. You haven't been fighting the fight for a long time now. And to answer your question that you posed to me, the best thing about the thing that makes America so great is freedom of speech. So there's nothing greater than the First Amendment. And all the other amendments revolve around that. Yeah, absolutely. Let me tell you what's at stake right now. Biden has already
1: come out and said he's coming for the NRA and he's coming for your guns. And you know what? A Republican Party, like word come out today that Kevin McCarthy has blamed Trump for the actions of a few at the Capitol. Anybody who would cave on that, anybody who's following that mindset, that insanity, is somebody that would cave on your Second Amendment rights.
2: And don't think they won't go after it.
1: All day long, I've been hearing all these conservative media outlets playing Trump's speech. See, Trump never said anything inciting, right? Of course he didn't. You don't need to replay the speech. The Democrats know he didn't. Catch up. Catch up. There's a game being played. This is all about trying to connect the dots and all about making it now to where anybody who protests an election result is equal to Being an insurrectionist.
2: Domestic terrorism.
1: Domestic terrorism now. It it, It doesn't matter what words Trump actually said. Trump also never said that there were good people on both sides in Charlottesville. And the Republican Party never pushed back on that. MAGA never was a coded language for wanting to make America a slavery state again. And the Republicans never pushed back on it. The Democrats have been playing these games for a long time. And this is why I got to bust the Republican Party, because they never push back on any of this. Never. Where we're at right now, with with the justification and the the celebrating of the president of the United States, states having his First Amendment rights being denied from him, parlor being taken down is a culmination of years ago back when if you wanted to to, uh, enforce immigration laws, you hated brown people. If you wanted to uh, do something, if you wanted welfare reform, you hated poor people. The the Republican Party never pushed back on this. If you were pro-traditional marriage, you hated gay people. They allowed the Democrats to make our, uh, our words be considered weapons. And let me tell you, what's coming next is hate speech legislation. We will now be criminalized for our speech going forward. We would not be here if we had anybody in the Republican Party standing up for us
2: and if you if you don 't think they can come for you again, they can do it to the president of the United States. the President of the United States they're going to come after you.
1: Well, yeah, and you know what one of the things that frustrates me too, even about conservatives, is that they they uh, big news this morning the Democrats actually filed an article of impeachment that Trump incited a riot. And we have Republicans going on with that. Not one of you Republicans issued, put in any uh, article of impeachment when President Obama incited and fanned the flames, and some could say Ferguson burned down because he and his administration fanned the flames of the lie of hands up, don't shoot. Six cops were shot and killed in Dallas because of a lie called hands up, don't shoot. Baltimore burned because of a lie called Hands Up, Don't Shoot. And not one of you Republicans said a dang thing about it. But you're going to go along not speaking out about it? And I hear Daryl Issa this morning on KUSI not saying that this impeachment was ridiculous and how dare anybody try to blame President Trump for the actions of a few, which, oh, by the way, oh, by the way, breaking news today. Well, before we get into that, Daryl Issa His all he really had to say about the impeachment today was there really wasn't enough time for it. That's not the problem with the impeachment. And for Daryl Issa to go on and say that Joe Biden deserves all of our support, tells you everything you need to know about, about why myself and potato skins and others are saying we are done with the Republican Party. You cannot say With any character or integrity or anything, any concern whatsoever for the Constitution of the United States, and in any way say that Joe Biden deserves our support. A man who used the office of the vice presidency to haul his crackhead son around the world doing deals with the Ukrainian government, illegal deals, quid pro quo with China and beyond, lining the pockets of his entire family, Biden Inc., How about the FBI, weaponized FBI and DOJ? We're all now. I said at the beginning, if they could do that to Michael Flynn, they could do it to any of us. Joe Biden was the one who cooked up the idea on January 5th, 2017, to invoke the Logan Act to target a three-star general for persecution and destruction. And that's who Daryl Issa thinks deserves our support? No, Daryl Issa. And the Republican Party officially lost mine today with your statement. I'm going to take a break when I come back. I've got more. By the way, two members. Stop the music real quickly because I wanted to say this before I take a break, Skins. And thank you for putting up with me. I'm a mess tonight. Two members of the U.S. Capitol Police have been suspended. One officer took uh, uh, because they let the crowd in. Those blaming Trump need to hear this, including you, Daryl Issa. Two members of the U.S. Capitol Police have been suspended, according to Representative Tim Ryan. One officer took a selfie with the, quote, insurrectionist, and the other gave them a tour of the building. Another individual was arrested, but it isn't clear if they were a member of the Capitol Police or the National Guard, Ryan said. He also said that there were 10 to 15 ongoing investigations into officer conduct during the insurrection. You're not hearing this on any major media
2: tonight. I've been listening to the news all day, Andrea, and this is the only show that has brought that up.
1: Thank you. We're going to take a break. We come back. There's more.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events.
2: It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. You know, I I know that uh, my comments today on Facebook. Um, I'm still on Facebook because I can't get on Parlor, and until everybody, and nobody can get on Parlor until everybody can get over there. Um, where you know i'm going to continue on facebook for the moment but we, you know i think think we had healthy dialogue and debate on this and i think that that's what we have to do because to just go back into you know under the establishment wing where they don't even feel like they have to answer for anything i mean you had on the day of the breach you had all these republicans that supposedly they use that breach as an excuse to backtrack on their promises to contest the election results, which had nothing at all to do with the breach. It's the excuse to now pile on President Trump as the left is trying to destroy him on the way out, which as they try, made every after Joe Biden on January 5th with the Obama administration planning their coup attempt. The weaponized FBI and DOJ after four years, the Republican Party, not one person was held accountable for the illegal spying on American people. The the fraud that was committed on the FISA courts, the complete persecution of an honorable man, Michael Flynn, not one person held accountable. No, nothing, nothing done. No investigations into the Biden family. Hillary Clinton got away with everything. If I have one criticism of President Trump, is that he's too dang nice.
2: Oh, I, like I told you moments before the show, it's his strongest character. Uh, you know, he, he's he has such compassion for the American people. It is also his biggest flaw.
1: Absolutely, and I'm you know I'm open to ideas. You know, I, I there's a couple ways we could go about it with taking our power. We have 75 million votes. uh, 75 million voters, including Democrats and independents.
2: 10 million more than last time. Yeah.
1: Somebody said to me, well, you know, um, money, you know, it takes a lot of money to win the presidency or or to do anything. I think Tom DeBocaro said on Facebook, I think $14 billion was spent. Well, what's 75 million voters times 100 bucks or 150 bucks? $200 million was donated by Trump supporters to fight the election fraud. You don't think? That those people, and this is on the heels of how much they'd already donated for campaigns across this country. It's not a money problem. That's the Republican Party wanting to keep you under the wing. Wanting you to think that you have no options. I cannot, as a human being, continue to get punched in the face and stand there and say, give me more. And lied to. Well, that's part of being punched. I mean, betrayal after betrayal after betrayal. Somebody said to me, well, you know, we don't need a third party. We just need to find a second party because we've got one party rule. And he's absolutely right. That's Sean, Sean Porbin. I cannot believe that our only option is to continue with the party that takes our money and lies to our faces and doesn't do anything to, uh, about this country. Another friend pointed out today, well, you know, with the elections having been completely hijacked, it's done. We're toast. I can't believe that. I just can't believe that we are completely done. When we have 75 million voters, we have power. They just don't want us to think that we do. Maybe one option is, is we tell the Republican Party, okay, you've written the rules with the Democrats to where we can't do a third party. Then we're just not going to vote Republican again.
2: And, and maybe that's after you go, and I have both come, yeah. come to that conclusion, because I can't yeah. do it in. I cannot stand by a party that does not stand up for not only that's right. a fair election, but for the people that voted for them.
1: Right. I, I've been I've been asking this for a long time. I've been saying at what point do we leave? I was asking this after Romney. It is not. How is it a win? Just to have an R after your name, if you're either going to a- a- allow the Democrats to roll over us or you're going to join in these policies. I actually saw an interview on Newsmax with Trent Lott today and John Bro. I almost didn't even recognize him. Old Louisiana politician. I recognized his voice and I was like, is that John Bro? Because he had that Cajun accent. And they're talking about how, you know, I really think Mitch McConnell and Joe Biden can reach across the aisle. And I thought, oh, my God, is this what is this 1989? They acted like this is Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill going to work together. Are you kidding me? It's like, it, it, wow, you have no idea when you, they they should not be allowed to do another interview. That analysis is so bad. It is a complete uh, uh, inability to see who the enemy is and what we face and what the agenda is of the Democrat Party. Joe Biden will be doing absolutely nothing as president of the United States. He is literally nothing but a figurehead. The Manchurian candidate picked to make people think that that it's not really going to be the Marxist running the show.
2: Run the moderate so that you don't have to worry.
1: Yeah. He's not going to be doing anything. They'll wheel him in. Like, you know, like he's the old dude that they they bring out to sit on the sidewalk in the sunshine. Well, if he
2: lasts even six months,
1: he's not even going to last six months. So getting back to what we what we I think we should do from a strategy standpoint is I think one option we can have is tell the Republican Party, look, there's about five of you that I can stand because there's about five of you that actually represent MAGA. And this is not about Trump. Trump represents the reason why the Republican Party elites hate us for the is for the same reason why the Democrat Party hates us. Because you know we, we we're the Walmart we, we smell like Walmart. They think they're better than us. They hate us because we're about America. We're not interested in their open borders. You know, new world order, globalist, um, great reset plan. Both of the parties are in on it, and you know I think Jim Jordan,
2: uh, Matt Gates,
1: um, Ted Cruz. I'm iffy about.
2: It's like he makes a great decision and then you read something that he said and it's like, Ted, what are you you talking about?
1: Yeah. Um, So let's say there's five or six of them, the ones that actually voted in the Senate um, to, you know, to contest the electoral votes. Um, Okay, the rest of y'all got to go. And at the state level, y'all got to go. We're not going to vote for another one. And and maybe we got to go scorched earth and say even even the ones that we like, we're not going to vote for another incumbent. We're just not going to vote for another incumbent. We don't care who you are. Because we don't trust any of you, and it's across the board, and we're not going to give you another
2: dime. Well, it's bitten us in the leg too many times. Yeah.
1: yeah, one of the things that they've done, you know how the Republican Party, why we, why we've got to abandon them, or and or force them, and and in either third party party or tell them that we're done with you until you. Turn into the Maga party with nothing but maga candidates approved and rubber stamped by Trump going forward um, and i 'm fine with either way is because have you heard all these all these Republicans that are crying about this quote insurrection i hadn't heard one of them complaining about what is being done not just to taking down of parlor but they took down parlor and assaulted a business because they've been they got away with. For the past almost year now, getting away with arbitrarily taking control of businesses across the country, haven't they? With no pushback from Republicans.
2: And again, Andrea, this goes back to if Joe Biden legitimately won this election, what are they worried about?
1: Right. With, uh, but, and the Republican Party, you know, is, is in on it. The Republican Party has allowed for these unconstitutional shutdowns. The Republican Party went eight months, nine months, knowing that people were, were dying out here. Psychologically, emotionally, mentally, Some financially, businesses
2: and livelihoods never to be reopened or reestablished, completely
1: gone. Republican Party didn't do anything about that. They all sitting back, whether they're state level, local level, congressional level, all getting their paychecks. They didn't care. Yeah, you know, I'm supposed to show up and sh- shut up and show up. No. That's why parlor and, and no, no Republicans are, are crying about that tonight. No, we got even Jim Jordan. We got little feckless comments like, "Well, you know, you—it's it, not really unity when you're silencing the opposition." No, where was the Republican Party when Trump vetoed the NDAA to remove because he he wanted a removal of the protections for big tech, and not nobody in the Republican supported him in that. They had a veto-proof majority, but I'm supposed to vote Republican. I'm going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk about uh, the plans that are underway to persecute any and all of us Trump supporters. Rick Elkins is going to be here. He's author and political commentator. His latest book is The Illusion of Knowledge. Why so many educated Americans embrace Marxism. Stay tuned.
0: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at
2: Andrea K. Kay,
0: spelled K A Y E.
2: Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Just got an email uh, through my website, Andrea Show.com, and Yoli says. This is in regards to the question What did we do about the Republican Party? Because we don't have any representation fighting for us. We're turning into a communist state, in spite of the fact that for two years we had both houses of Congress and the White House. There was no excuse for any of this to happen. Then we had the Senate and the White House. No excuse for any of this to happen. Uh, Yoli says, um, Oh, shoot. Um, Andrea, what if we all left the Republican Party and switched to independent until we can figure out um, if we should form another party? That way we end up taking care of the rhinos and we close the door on the finances. You know, let's you know, I'm all for, you know, taking some time, cutting off the blood from the blood supply to the tumor and uh, routing out the cancer. And then if they want to regrow as a MAGA party then then we can get back in it you know we'll see what my next guest has to say about it rick elkin joins me he's author and political commentator his latest book is the illusion of knowledge why so many educated americans embrace marxism hi rick elkin
0: hi andrea welcome Uh, to 2021 comrade uh,
1: yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm ready to cough it up like a furball. I'm ready. to get, I don't I'm ready to give it back.
0: <laughs>
1: Who there knew you. 2020 would end up it, end up being better so far uh, than this? Um,
0: yeah, that's an interesting point. And I hear you.
1: Yeah. So um, I don't want to spend too much time on it because I want to get into the topic uh, to bring you on, which is they're basically planning on what they want to do to us is what Mao did with the Red Guard. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know that can't that can't happen if we it, it, to us if we had had representation from the Republican Party. What do we do? do
0: well, you the, know that last email you just read really struck me because it's something I've been talking about, and that is um, maybe we need to because I I really believe, and I've read about this in my books. I think the Republican Party is like the Boy Scouts of America they're done. Uh, I can't trust any of them. They they seem to be just part of this oligarchy and they want to ride around their limousines with, police escorts in Washington, you know, I, I wrote that I thought Washington is a gigantic globetrotter game. And, you know, the the, uh, the Republicans are the loyal opposition, but they always lose. And so I really believe we have to do, I, I just can't support the Republican Party at all. My thinking is maybe we need to join the Democrat Party. If we had 75 million Republicans invade the Democrat Party, we would have some power again. Because right now, we don't have any.
1: Well, we got to I figure we, we do have do. power. We just don't know how to use it. And we've got a Republican Party telling us using the Ross Perot, uh, you know, story as an example of of that. We've got to stay under the tent. They don't even bother to give us an answer. They're, they're not even bothering right now to to look at the way they uh, they uh, certified a fraudulent election. And there's no other way when you've got Pennsylvania that certified more votes than they actually have registered voters. And we don't need, need to sit here and go through all of this. There's there's more than enough evidence that should have at least been sent back to the states to investigate at least the courts should have heard evidence on it and they didn't Um, but on top of that then they have turned right around and what they did the night of after the breach there was no excuse for them to spit in in the face of the voters in the way that they did the Republicans Mm -hmm. and now they're joining in with the Democrats and not pushing back and speaking up for a president they're allowing him uh, to be blamed for some some you know thugs who breached the White House in spite of the evidence as to who it really was and on and on and on and now they they've basically emboldened the tyranny against us which means to me that they're a part of it and we've got to figure out 75 million voters we can we can um, we can take our pocketbook and hit the road and force them to earn our money back so um, but let's get into an article you emailed which you know had to do with the planned persecution of us as you put it a- in the email that was the likes of Mao and the Red Guard. Explain.
0: Well, you know how that happened. Uh, you know, Mao, when he took over the Chinese, uh, you know, empire, uh, you know, he had motivated the youth to go out and purge the intellectuals. And this is exactly what's happening in our colleges and our, our, our young people. And now they're not so young anymore. We have a couple of generations that have gone through this, you know, red guarded indoctrination in our colleges, and so they they now are voting to, uh, you know, persecute Trump supporters. This is exactly what happened in Russia. I'm sorry, in China. Well, actually, it happened in Russia too. But you know, we we should learn from this um, because look at how many people. You know, some people say up to 60 million people died during the you know revolution in China. And the Red Guard was the epitome of this kind of, um, you know, activity that we're seeing now. And a lot of Republicans are complicit with it. And the fact that they would talk about Republicans as insurrectionists, you know, as soon as I hear somebody on our side say that about me, Um, you know then I'm done with them Well,
1: and that's what they're doing and and that's what they're doing they're allowing the fire department of New York today said they are in the process of trying to determine if any of their employees were there and if they were they're going to be fired not try to find out if their employees actually went into the Capitol or did anything wrong just merely being at the rally there is an investigation tonight going on with the army in which they're investigating whether or not an off you know duty gal from the army actually was there, not whether or not she did anything wrong. We have employers across the country being pressured to fire people not because they went in the Capitol and did anything wrong, but merely because they were there at the protest. So by the Republican Party and all these conservatives and talk media have been talking about this since last week, piling on and piling on and piling on about how horrible this was and overreacting to it and using, like, calling it, allowing it to be called an insurrection when BLM and Antifa wasn't. It it, it is allowed the Left to make this now uh, be a situation to where anybody. That is is a peaceful protester, part of MAGA. We're all now considered domestic terrorist. We're now now this is being now this is about conditioning Americans that anybody who protests an election result is an insurrectionist and domestic terrorist. So therefore, going forward, what, Rick Elkin, you're not going to be you're you're not going to be allowed to protest, or you're going to be you're going to be subject to being fired. I mean, the uh, the uh, pick your ism. Is that fascism? Is it Marxism? Authoritarianism? Totalitarianism? Which of the isms is that
0: <laughs> all of the above i mean it's totalitarianism simple as that you know and it, to me it's a criminal enterprise and i've been suggesting for a long time that the dnc needs to be investigated under rico statutes because this is basically a, a giant um, mafia operation and this is what the mafia does when they get power and certain uh, godfathers ascend to power they purge those who don't support them Mm-hmm. And this could get muddy. I, I really believe that. And I've been saying this for six months now that, you know, you, all you have to do is listen to the language these people use, and it's frightening. We have
1: like John Brennan. Did you hear about John Brennan, former CIA? Now, John Brennan, when he was the head of the CIA, he went to ISNA, the annual conference of Islamic Society of North America, a front group for uh, Hamas, I believe, and unindicted co-conspirator for the Holy Land Foundation trial. He goes before them and says, I'm not here as the head of the CIA. I'm here as a friend. That same dude speaking yeah. to a front group for a terrorist organization he said every politician tweeted every politician government official journalist and talk show host who has ignored and enabled Trump's lies and corruption bears responsibility you've uh, us the excuse- excuses you failed the test it is now up to you to try to redeem yourselves and he actually went on to, to demand some kind of camp and where we'll all be hauled in identified and hauled in and forced to um, redeem ourselves by Kind of like the old white privilege thing that went on to the Obama administration and they still want to do the undoing of whiteness where you got to co- come in and apologize for, you know, your whiteness and, and your and racism you didn't know you had. Uh, this is this is what they want to do. That's one form of persecution. It's basically going to be we're going to give you an opportunity to spew the regime, the, the, the state's propaganda or be punished.
0: Well, they're treating us like slaves on a plantation, and if we dare to suggest that we might want to leave the plantation, they're slamming the gate on us. And, you know, to me, there's no difference, you know, between this and uh, any totalitarian government. John Brennan, to me, I don't even know how he ever got where he is because it's pretty obvious that he's a communist, uh, and he always has been. And, and, you know, again, all you have to do is listen to his language, um, you know, this, this whole idea. That, first of all, these guys have never identified what it is that Trump is guilty of. Is there some kind of a crime that he's guilty of and that we are, our supporters are complicit in? I'd like to understand. Please explain to me what it is that Donald Trump has done that is a crime other than to love America.
1: Well, what he's done is he's exposed the deep state and he's exposed it on both sides. And, you know, as much as I admired Sean Hannity, I got really tired of hearing him say it's just a few people at the top of the FBI for almost four years when it was really very far, deep, very wide, and very deep and involved both parties and President Trump exposed it. And and they're scared to death that, he, that he's going to expose even more in the last 10 days, which is one of the reasons why they're trying to impeach him and Another reason why they're trying to impeach him is try to make it so he can never run for office again. They're trying yep. to, if they can humiliate him on the way out, they can try to um, and, and get us branded as, as domestic terrorists for, simply for supporting him, that um, they can, you know, scare us into, you know, no longer being Trump supporters. And what they fail to understand is that you've got a book about why many American age uh, Americans embrace Marxism. Well, maybe we're all stupid because us 75 million voters, we don't want Marxism. We want America first. We want, uh, you know, the a restoration of what this country was founded. Founded on, which was not collectivism. It was individual liberty, free markets, businesses to be able to operate without the, the jackboot of tyranny on their necks like we've had under these shutdowns and lockdowns. So, you know, this is, you know, both parties are trying to get rid of Trump and get rid of MAGA. And we're not going anywhere, Rick Elkin. Follow, fo- follow, uh, final thoughts.
0: Well, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think the problem we have is we have a couple of generations of people who've never experienced, you know, uh, totalitarianism or any kind of real suppression of their freedom. So they just don't know what they don't know. And and this is serious. I mean, if, it's hard to deal with people. Progressivism is based on the principle of the presumption of ignorance. They presume that we're too ignorant to understand what they're doing to us. And I, I agree with you. We're not. Uh, however, I would say this, we're a shrinking, we're a shrinking population because they've been feeding the younger people all of this propaganda and they've been buying it because they just don't know any better. Well, so, I, 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 I
1: I may disagree with you slightly because I think that people are feeling what totalitarianism and authoritarianism is all about here in California with these shutdowns. But they've been but okay. the Democrats did it in such a good way to exploit the panic of the of the coronavirus as as well as to make them desperate for government assistance. Uh, And when you when you combine those two, you've got people that are happy to be dependent on the state if they think it's going to help feed their families. And so and that's and so it's been a perfect storm for the Democrats with the coronavirus. Rick Elkin, thank you for being here. I appreciate it.
0: So I appreciate you having me on anytime. Thank you.
1: All right. Come on back. We got to talk a little recall of Gavin Newsom and more. So don't go away in 888-344-1170.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, Kay, the Donut Queen of San
2: Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm still the Donut Queen. I didn't um... Have a chance to eat this little beauty I got from Sidecar Donuts today.
2: I saw it. I was eyeing it, not going to lie.
1: I didn't have a chance to eat it beforehand, so I'm going to eat it afterwards. So I do eat naughty, but I also... Take care of myself, body, mind, I mean, and spirit. Nice, too. Well, I do because let me tell you, body, mind, and spirit. I've had a lot of people tell me how depressed they are. Conservatives, friends of mine, texting me,
2: I heard a lot of and
1: that too. yeah, and it's like, look, one of the things we've got to do is take care of our, you know, it's all connected, body, mind, and spirit. Something you're not going to hear from Fauci or anybody, at the CDC. They're not going to tell you to take Ever. care. They're not going to tell you that your your medical, physical health is tied to your taking care of yourself, what you eat, whether or not you're exercising and getting rest and taking care of yourself. And also taking care of your spiritual life, all of which have been under attack with these shutdowns. Um, But we do need to focus on body, mind and spirit taking care of ourselves. I know many of you have told me, look, I got to check out of politics for a while. I'll be back to the AK show soon. And I want you to know I love you. You guys got to take care of yourself. We do need to be engaged in this battle. But it's one for the long haul. I said the night before the election, you know, take the time that you need. Take care of yourself. I'm working out. I'm taking I'm in the word every day. I'm meditating doing mindfulness exercises I take my balance in nature every day and I have not had I'm healthier than ever I encourage everybody to do that as well go to balance discount code health free shipping and 35% off with that being said I'm gonna eat my donut after the show
2: <laughs> balance of donuts
1: yes uh, okay so this congresswoman And this is what made me think about balance of nature during the break. This Congresswoman is tweeting out that she tested for positive for COVID and she's sure that it's because she had the huddle during the riots on the Capitol. I mean, there is no way they are shameless. The Democrats are absolutely shameless. This woman has no idea of how she got COVID. I hope she recovers, but uh, the exploitation, the Democrats are masters at it.
2: It And you and I were talking about it. We've talked about it often. You have no idea. If you come down with COVID, I'm sorry. It, to pinpoint where you got it from is next to impossible.
1: But, it, and even, but even, absolutely. So, you know, it, and they are masters and so the Democrats are using it and exploiting the coronavirus for every, every way. They use every opportunity to exploit it for power Ron uh rom Emanuel said let no crisis go to waste and so she's not letting that, that crisis that happened at the capitol go to waste now it's to blame for her getting coronavirus and so now we're going to hear that president trump caused her to get coronavirus because he was the blame for the capitol breach the republican party needs to understand i'm not interested in you puffing your chest out condemning trump because you makes you feel morally superior to the democrats we're better than the democrats the democrats aren't in you're not helping anything you're not solving any problem by doing that by feeding into the false narratives by the democrats they're playing a game and they're in a political game and they're in it to win it and we got to be in it to win it as well because our entire country and future is at stake
2: Stand up now. There won't be tomorrow.
1: Absolutely. Well, we'll, we'll be here tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific Always. time. All right. Love you all. Peace out.